You're listening to Your Jewish Life, Your Way with Karen Cinnamon, the podcast that explores what it feels like to be Jewish or Jewish in 2021. On the show, we divulge all of the secrets and know-how to being confident in celebrating and living your Jewish life, your way, with easy ways to embrace your mishpacha through the traditions and rituals you've been dying to learn more about without having to compromise life's everyday hustle. So save your fetching because we are talking less Jewish guilt and more Jewish joy here on out. Yalla, forget about the right and wrong ways to be Jewish. It's time to create a Jewish life you love living. Welcome to today's episode. It's a really big one for me. Um, You may have heard me mention on previous podcasts that this podcast is a no-shoulds zone. What do I mean by that? Well, it all comes from something that I've been saying for many, many years to my communities, which is no more shoulds and trying to get everyone in my community, in my world, to shed the shoulds, the should culture of Jewish life to one side And obviously, as the podcast says, embrace your Jewish life your way. Um, And I want to sort of go into that today. Um, And I want you to leave the episode feeling really empowered to be your authentic self, whether it's in your Jewish life or your personal life, professional life, every area of your life to shed the shackles of expectation and what's considered right in inverted commas, etc. So, where did this all come from, this no more shoulds? Well, it actually, funny enough, the first time um, I talked about this kind of shoulds culture that we seem to have in Jewish life was on the second date with my husband. We, we'd we had a fantastic uh, first date. It was a blind date and it went very well, obviously. And we he invited me to go for a day trip to the countryside on our second day to the English countryside which I thought sounded lovely and in the car on the way down we 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 drove past a synagogue that we both know and it was actually shortly before Rosh Hashanah um this second date it was almost uh how many years ago did we meet oh my goodness 10 years ago we met and pretty similar time of year, it was just before Rosh Hashanah, we were driving past the synagogue and talking to each other about our plans with family and we're saying we should go to the family lunch with so-and-so and this one and that one and we should do this and we started saying, oh, you know, we both felt sort of a little bit constrained by these shoulds in our adult life of, of, of celebrating festivals and traditionals and traditions and rituals in the way our parents think we should celebrate them and 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 we just had this interesting conversation um about no more shoulds and so that was the sort of first time that 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 I was really talking about this and then um it sort of manifested itself much more when I started smashing the glass which is my Jewish wedding platform um which I started just after I got married it's all about your Jewish wedding your way and what happens when you're planning a wedding is there are so many shoulds you know people feel very constrained by we should have kosher catering or we should get married in a synagogue or we should invite 300 people that we don't know but they invited us to their wedding and we've got such a big family we should invite them and uh, I should sit this person next to that person but then they won't go etc 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 and I always tell my brides club community 
shed the shoulds you know we actually have something called a should shed a little imaginary shed where we bung all our shoulds in there and then we plan the wedding we really want so that's where it's all stemmed from and I want to talk to you a little bit about that today and I want you to think about the shoulds that you know you want to leave behind and I also want you to think about um, what stories are you telling yourself that you can let go of as well because uh, I want you know it is a new year now it's 5782 Um, we are just before Yom Kippur where we're going to be you know reflecting a lot so let us think about all this so I thought the best way to start this episode is by giving you lots of examples of how like-minded Jewish women are shedding those shoulds um, and living their Jewish life their way. So what I did is I put this to my community, Smashing Life, which is my community membership club for Jewish women, and I asked them the question, which should are you most relieved to be put behind you when it comes to living your Jewish life and I'm going to give you some of their answers I'm changing their first names to protect their anonymity but these are all you know word for word true stories that I'm telling you from members in my very own Smashing Life community I'm going to start with one of mine Um, you know one of the stories I was telling myself was I should prepare a beautiful uh, traditional three-course Friday night dinner and if it's not three courses it should at least be you know traditional food roast chicken and um, we should have chicken soup and and you know beautifully laid out table and I you know the reason I love that is because I do I do want to be able to do that I do want to be able to um, create a very special Friday night dinner table and menu but the reality is I work really hard I have two young kids and it's not always possible to do that and especially on Fridays I say to my husband regularly I wish Friday night wasn't on a Friday it's the end of the week and we're exhausted and you know we what what we do though is something really, really special. And the story I've let go of is that Shabbat and Friday night dinner is only special when you create these, you know, beautiful traditional three course Friday night dinners. Whereas actually, Shabbat is about a different moment from the rest of the week. It's about um, family, it's about conversation, it's about coming together, it's about disconnecting from the rest of the week. And what you eat is important, but it's not what is making Shabbat Shabbat. And so we we do different things. Um, Sometimes we invite friends over. Sometimes we invite family over. Sometimes it's just us. Um, If you're new to this podcast, I have two daughters, age six and seven. And we have our own little new traditions that we've created for Shabbat. For example, we we sit down, we say the prayers, and before and while we start eating, we um, we go around the table and we talk about we each talk about a highlight of our week, and we also talk about something we're grateful for. And I love these conversations because it's a moment of reflection. I also get to hear about things from my daughter, which I didn't daughters, which I didn't otherwise know, and it's just beautiful. I love it. And in terms of what we eat. It's normally something delicious, but relatively easy to put together. And normally my husband will do the cooking. I will sort of help as his sous chef, maybe get the salads and the sides ready or be in charge of the 
kids and what they're doing and lay the table together but it, you know we'll have grilled salmon or we'll make schnitzels or we'll make a delicious pasta or we're, one of our favorite things at the moment is barbecued uh, meats inside some some tortilla wraps with salads and it's just about having fun and creating a meal that fits in with our lifestyle Having said all this, we had a masterclass recently inside Smashing Life um, all about Shabbat and, and, and the different rituals and everything we need to know. And um, the speaker, Racheli Morris, who's a wonderful author and, and, and teacher, you must, uh, I'll link to her in the show notes, um, her book. Um, she told, you know, we had similar members saying they also don't have time. And, and she said, you need to prioritize. And she's absolutely right. You know, if I did want to create the Friday night dinner of my ancestors, as I sometimes put it, you know, I think of those fiddler on the roof moments. Um, I need to decide that I'm only working a half day on Friday and I am not doing anything other than, you know, preparing that beautiful dinner or meal prepping on Thursday night or whatever it is. And my life at the moment isn't about that. I'm very passionate about my work, my kids, my parents. I, I, I love, you know, hanging out with them too. There's lots going on in my life, friends. And, and, and that's not the priority I'm creating at the moment. I'm very happy with our Shabbats as they are. And that's what I want you to feel as well about any element of Jewish life that you're choosing to do. So let's talk about some of the answers that came out from my Smashing Life members when I asked them, which should are you most relieved to put behind when it comes to living your Jewish life? So Serena said this, she said that just because I'm 30 and we've been dating for three years, my boyfriend and I should get married and have babies as soon as possible. In actual fact, we're too busy living our life and getting ready for me to go back to grad school for those things right now. And it's adding unnecessary pressure to our relationship. Also, nobody said that your only value as a Jewish woman is bringing babies into this world. And I love that. And, you know, I also felt that pressure and expectation to get married at a certain age. It was a pressure I was putting on myself. My parents are not those type of parents that were pressuring me to get married or have children. But I wanted it so much and I, I put that pressure on myself. And it's an unnecessary pressure, as, as Serena says, and she's released herself of that. Abigail said that, um, the thing that she's let go of is that now her Shabbat time is consists of a few hours of rest and no work versus 25 hours. She says between work and kids and the house, it was stressing me out more, which kind of negated any benefits of a day of rest. It's so true. You know, you sometimes get so stressed trying to do things. I could get so stressed trying to put that Friday night dinner on the table um, the Friday night dinner of my dreams, uh, as I referred to it earlier on the table, that actually it negates the positives. And Abigail is so right. Sarah said this. She said, I dropped the I should spend the Jewish holidays the way my parents spend them about two or three years ago when I started spending time with my husband. We made the holidays our own. And last year, with the help of Karen's Rosh Hashanah challenge, it was a full kickoff to me becoming a Jewish woman and wife in my own right, making my own decisions and creating my and my husband's own traditions rather than just following along with my parents. The former brings me so much more joy and so much more happiness in my Jewish observance. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we absolutely love Sarah. She's such a valued member of our community. She gives so much to our Smashing Life community and she really 
gets it right you know sometimes we just follow in the footsteps of what we know and it's not actually sparking joy or meaning for us so I'd love you to ask yourself the question what in Jewish life sparks joy and meaning for you and I want you to do those things and I want you to let go of the things that don't um and that Rosh Hashanah challenge that Sarah mentioned was something I ran last year when we were in the depths of the pandemic and we're all disconnected from our communities and families and synagogues were closed and I did a Rosh Hashanah challenge um, which was a live free challenge for absolutely everybody we had little bingo cards that I made up where you know you could cross things off one is good or you could do the whole card whatever you wanted and it was ranged from things like you know create a Rosh Hashanah playlist or um, decide what Rosh Hashanah cocktail uh, you're going to make and all these kind of things and we all did it together as a community and it was really really fun um so that was great um kerry said this she said i the thing the should that she's dropped is i should marry someone who is jewish or i should prove i'm jewish enough by being fluent in hebrew but actually i'm happier and feel more connected to judaism than i did when i was in college and trying to fit into what columbia barnard's stereotype of a jewish girl was fitting in i think it's also it's something that we hopefully grow out of in adulthood but sometimes we don't it's suddenly you know it's fitting in society's expectations um people that you values opinions expectations all that kind of thing and i've got something really juicy for you um that is gonna help you inspire you to become your absolute authentic self um something that i'm doing on september the 19th so quite soon this coming weekend in fact when I look at the calendar and it's the new it's my workshop um, called the new you in 5782 workshop um, I'll tell you much more about it at the end of the show but I'd absolutely love you to join it is um, going to be a workshop about building the life you want on your terms with Jewish values it's completely free and it's about seizing the momentum of the coming year and taking achievable positive steps towards the life you want on your terms with Jewish values. Um, we're going to be doing it with hundreds of other like-minded Jewish women. It's going to be totally free. It's going to be on Zoom. There's going to be really fun Jewish dance breaks, my signature Jewish dance breaks, but we're also going to be getting down to business. And I'm, I want you to leave the workshop with achievable goals that align with your values. And we're going to be setting them as intentions together and you'll also leave with the necessary tools for de developing your own action plan and taking practical steps towards achieving the life you want but most importantly of all you'll you will really going to dig deep and you're really going to get in touch with yourself as we set our intentions together for the coming year so if you're interested in that workshop it's totally free but you do need to save your space spaces are limited so you need to go to this url and save your space it's yourjewishlife.co slash rosh joy so that's yourjewishlife.co.co slash rosh like rosh hashanah r-o-s-h joy j-o-y and it's all about seizing the momentum for the upcoming year so um i think we could all benefit from that you know we don't want to fit in we want to stand out we were born to stand out and live the life that we want on our terms so a few other a few other stories that came back from smashing life um Rebecca said, I've let go of the should that I should have to defend my choices of observance or non-observance to any other human. 
Again, that fits in with being your authentic self and being comfortable with who you are and your authentic self. Kim said, I'm letting go of the fact that I should fast. As someone recovering from an eating disorder, it's just not achieving what it's meant to. And that is such a big one. And also I want you to know that fasting is actually not applicable to anyone that's pregnant or breastfeeding or elderly or on medication that requires food or any other medical reason. So one should never feel the pressure to fast on Yom Kippur if it's not something that sits well with your health. Ellie says, I've let go of the should that I should do everything and stick to the word, know it all. And if I don't, I'm not a good enough Jew or a worthy enough Jew. I can lean into my Jewishness without abiding by all laws to the letter. Absolutely, Ellie. And, you know, this is such a big one inside Smashing Life. If you love this podcast, Your Jewish Life, Your Way, you're going to love Smashing Life. It's my Jewish community club um, where we all come together. It's just for Jewish women, but it's for anyone all over the world, whatever your religious observance, um, however you live your life. And it's a very powerful, empowering incredible community of Jewish women and you'll feel so connected to yourself and everyone else um, and your Jewish identity so if you're interested in smashing life and joining our community do check it out. Um, Eve said that she's let go of feeling that she's not really Jewish because her mother converted reform Jewish she's let go of the should that she's actually not really Jewish which of course she is we are all Jewish enough in our own way It's not about comparing that I'm less Jewish or more Jewish or I'm a good Jew or a bad Jew. We are Jewish. I love that phrase. A Jew is a Jew is a Jew is a Jew. And finally, I'm going to leave you with um, a story from Mel, who's our Smashing Life community manager. And she said something similar to me. She's got a a young daughter and she said that a Friday night dinner should be a whole hoo-ha every week. You don't need to have chicken soup and roast chicken for it to be a proper Shabbat. She also said, I am just as, I've let go of the should that I am just as Jewish as my Orthodox relatives, even though I don't observe as much as they do. So, What stories are you telling yourself that you need to let go of? You know, you've heard from quite a few of our Smashing Life members there. What stories are you telling yourself that you need to let go of? And equally, if if you also want to answer that question of what should you most relieve to put behind you, um, and you've already crossed that bridge, DM me and let me know. DM me at Your Jewish Life on Instagram. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. So on that note of what stories are you telling yourself that you need to let go of, it is so important to live a life that's authentically you in a way that's meaningful and fulfilling to you. And I mean that not just in terms of your Jewish life, but your life. It's your life. You know, I want you to give up on what others think and go all in on the things that make your heart sing. Let's let go of pleasing everybody else around us, but actually we don't actually feel fulfilled by it because when you're living life on your own terms, you get inspired to do more, you get inspired to be more and it's just a more joyful life. Um, So if this is resonating with you in some way, I've got three steps for you to shed those shoulds for Jewish life and for every area of your life. Number one, you've got to figure out what matters to you, what lights you up, what activities make you feel in flow and in your element. Um, You know, it could be baking a challah. 
It could be um, sharing a Shabbat dinner with your non-Jewish friends because you love explaining all the rituals and it may, you know, and you love hosting. But figure out what matters to you and what lights you up, and those are the things that you should be doing more of. And again, in terms of your non, you know, in terms of your non-Jewish part of your life, it's the same thing. What matters to you? What lights you up? And go do more of it. It's really simple. Number two surround yourself with your people this is such an important one um you know sometimes we think that the best way to achieve connectivity is by feeling really close or connected to our partner or close family or bffs and yes these are really important but when you surround yourself with people who are on the same journey as you where that's when you can really be authentically yourself so make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people you want to find your tribe as it were the people that will support you understand you and be there for you through life's roller coaster ride and the third thing um, to sort of shedding those shoulds and, and living that joyful life is taking responsibility for your own happiness and filling yourself with the right things so what are the things that fill you up and, and what are the things that don't fill you up and don't spark joy? You know, be really aware of those two things. What, so let's talk about the Jewish element. What elements of Jewish life spark Jewish joy for you? So some ideas, like I said earlier, could be baking challah or a delicious Jewish recipe for yourself or for a loved one. It could be simply wearing a mug in David, a Star of David. It doesn't have to be a traditional Star of David. It could be giant gold glitter statement earrings it could be uh, anything that's 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 a, a jewish statement could be a high necklace it could be your name in hebrew anything that feels like you and makes you feel that jewish joy it could be lighting shabbat candles on a friday that sparks you with jewish joy and it doesn't matter whether t- if it's two simple tea lights or you've invested in a pair of candlesticks that bring you joy um it's just that that ritual of lighting Shabbat candles on a Friday that's so special. Perhaps Jewish joy for you is dancing around the living room while listening to your favorite Jewish music. I've got a great Jewish joy playlist if you like the sound of that one. These are 50 amazing Jewish songs from all genres that will put a smile on your face. Just go to yourjewishlife.co slash playlist. So yourjewishlife.co slash playlist. Um, it could be... Uh, let's think building a Jewish home bit by bit you know that is just such a wonderful thing to surround yourself with beautiful Jewish objects Um, it could be a poster of your favorite Jewish phrase or non-Jewish phrase it doesn't matter but what in your home sparks joy build that around you we've also got a really great resource for that it's the modern Jewish home checklist Um, you can find that one at yourjewishlife.co slash Jewish home and um, perhaps you want to host a Shabbat dinner. I love hosting Shabbat dinners and I also love inviting non-Jews to Shabbat dinners because as one of our Smashing Life members, Andressa, said, she said it's such a great opportunity to talk about beautiful things in our culture and share a meal. And, you know, people love it and they get really, really interested in it all. And of course, you know, my favourite one is finding a Jewish community that lights you up, like our Smashing Life community membership club. So... I want to invite you to join me at my live workshop. It's happening this Sunday, the 19th of September. It's the new you in 5782 workshop. It's going to be really powerful, 
really fun and you're going to be surrounded by lots of other like-minded Jewish women. Last time we did something similar, the Jewish Joy Workshop, there was hundreds of incredible Jewish women all together on Zoom. It was really empowering. And we're going to be setting our intentions together for the upcoming year, which I think is going to be really, really powerful as well. It's a totally one-off event. It's a live event. So it's really important that you register for it. It is free, but you need to register for it. Um, it's at yourjewishlife.co slash Rosh Joy, Rosh Hashanah Joy, New Year Joy. So yourjewishlife.co slash Rosh Joy. Just pop in your name, first name and email address and you'll be signed up and your space will be saved. Um, and we're going to go out, make intentions and actually make them happen and put an end to the cycle of making promises to yourself that you never follow through on because we all do that. We have these big intentions. We want to do it. And then they just sort of fizzle out. So we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. We're going to dig deep. You're going to get in touch with yourself as we set our intentions for the coming year. But it's going to be powerful. It's going to be fun. And most importantly, you're going to feel that sense of connection. And you're just going to leave the workshop with a big smile on your face. It is for all Jewish women, this workshop, whether you're Jewish, Jewish or becoming Jewish. So you are invited to join us. So remember that link, yourjewishlife.co slash Joy. And I can't wait to see you at the workshop. So lots of love from me and see you on Sunday at the workshop. If this episode inspired you in some way, I'd love you to take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Your Jewish Life so I can hear from you. I'd love to be Instagram friends. And if there's anyone you know that would benefit from this episode, share it with them and subscribe and let's spread our message and mission of Your Jewish Life your way. I'd love you to leave a review as well because again, that helps more people see the podcast, hear the episodes and inspire them with Jewish joy and leaning into a Jewish life they love living. I also wanna take a moment to tell you about my community, my membership community club for Jewish and Jewish women called Smashing Life. It's essentially everything you've ever wanted in a Jewish community. It's a space to live your Jewish life your way, connect with like-minded Jewish women, share Jewish culture and joy, and most importantly, it's a place to build the life you want on your terms and learn Jewish rituals that will fill your life with purpose. Most importantly, we make it fun in 21. It is a lot of fun in there. We do all kinds of things. We have monthly expert masterclasses chosen by you. We have social events, both online and in real life, all around the world. We have virtual Shabbats. We have a dedicated parenting sub-community. We've got a dedicated entrepreneur sub-community. We have a book club and a crafts club and a members only recipes book that everyone contributes to and great Jewish bake-offs and incredible conversation and most importantly support and warmth in a completely non-judgmental inclusive Jewish space. If you'd like to find out more or add your name to the waitlist, just go to Smashing Life dot club the doors are currently closed for new members but we're opening them really soon so add your name and be the first to know just head to smashinglife.club